The reason that everyone needs an income plan, but especially women, I always use Mount Everest as an example. When people are climbing the retirement hill, right? They're putting money away, they're saving, and they get to that snow cap, the very peak, right? Think of that as five to 10 years before retirement. That's kind of like the danger zone. And when you're climbing Mount Everest, you don't just say, hey, you know, today I decided I'm gonna go do it, right? You need a plan, you need a guide. You wanna make sure you have all the proper equipment and you need to have enough oxygen to make it, right? Mm -hmm. And so think of, you know, money as your oxygen. Well, everyone thinks the hardest part is making it up to the top, all right? The hardest part, the most dangerous part is coming down the other side. And not like falling off a cliff. Uh, Well, you know what? It's actually (laughs) running out of oxygen. I mean, that's the number one. So that's why people don't make it down from Mount Everest. And it's the same concept when it comes to retirement. So that's why having that plan, having an income plan is so important to make sure that you don't run out. just a regular gym routine. When was the last time you checked on your financial fitness? If you're feeling like you're falling behind, Ed Sedell is here to help with The Retirement Trainer, a podcast about helping you get into better financial shape. Every week, Ed talks about things you need to know to become more financially fit for your future. Learn about things like how much money will you need, financial mistakes other people often make, and how you can avoid them. Plus, details on The Retirement Fitness Plan, a plan Ed personally created to help you get to and through retirement by focusing on five key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan when you visit egsifinancial.com and click on processes. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to The Retirement Trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. It's The Retirement Trainer with Ed Siddell, a podcast about finding ways to help you become financially fit for your future, no matter what financial shape you're in now. Women in retirement. Why is it important for women to have a written income plan? Why is it more important for women than men? This is Leanne Siddell and here to help us with all of our questions and to give us some guidance to help us stay in the best financial shape possible, the retirement trainer, Ed Siddell. Hello, Ed. Leanne, what's going on? Okay, well, we're coming on this subject of women in retirement, and we are focusing in on why it's more important for women to have this written income or strategy in place than it is for men. Why is that? It's all about the math. I knew you were going to say Right. It is. Yes. You know, for me, that's I say it all the time because how about this statistic, right? 80% of all men, including me, okay, we die married while 80% of women when they pass away, they're single. So think about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. Yeah. We don't want to talk about all the reasons why women live longer than men, <laughs> but let's just, <laughs> let, let, I'm let's, not saying a word. Well, yeah. No. The reason that everyone needs an income plan, but it, especially women, you know, I always use Mount Everest as an example. You know, when, when people are, are climbing the retirement hill, right, they're putting money away, they're saving, and they get to that snow cap, the very peak, right? Mm-hmm. You know, think of that as five to 10 years before retirement. That's kind of like the danger zone. And when you're climbing Mount Everest, you don't just say, hey, you know, today I decided I'm going to go do it, right? You need a plan, you need a guide. You want to make sure you have all the proper equipment and you need to have enough oxygen to make it. Right. Mm-hmm. And so think of, you know, money as your oxygen. Well, everyone thinks the hardest part is making it up to the top. 
All right. The hardest part, the most dangerous part is coming down the other side. And not like falling off a cliff. Uh, Well, you know what? It's actually (laughs) running out of oxygen. I mean, that's the number one. So that's why people don't make it down from Mount Everest. And it's the same concept when it comes to retirement. So that's why having that plan, having an income plan is so important to make sure that you don't run out. And, you know, when we talk about the retirement fitness plan, it focuses on, you know, all five things that you have to have in retirement to be successful. The income, investments, tax planning, you know, healthcare planning, legacy planning, which is, you know, your state planning, wills, trust, right? And we know that most people, just like most advisors, just focus on the investments. But, you know, those people that are entering that danger zone, you know, most of the people that we work with, especially, you know, a lot of the women, they've graduated, they've entered that whole new phase in their life and they need more than for someone to charge them a fee just to manage their investments. Mm -hmm. They need answers, right? Do I have enough money? Am I going to run out? You know, what happens if my, my husband passes away or my spouse passes away? What happens to their social security, their pension? How does that affect me? What if we're going through a divorce? You know, what does that transition look like? And now I'm single. How does that all affect me? And guess what? Taxes go up, inflation hits, and your investments can't answer those questions. But what can is an income plan. Having a strategy to figure out where your money's coming from, that's why it's so important, especially because women live longer than men. Mm-hmm. They need to make sure that that money is is going to last. Yeah, we'd like to say that we're the healthier <laughs> the healthier ones. But I <laughs> well, don't you, know that you, that's always uh, the case. Yeah. So you go into some stats here. Yeah. I mean, so these are eye-opening stats, Yeah. right? So almost 50% of all women die broke. Think about that. All right. Scary. Yeah. 90% of all women. So the, this, is, this was a study done by Allianz Life Insurance, one of the largest not just financial companies, but one of the largest companies in, in the world, mm-hmm. okay? And when they did these these studies, they they also realized that 90% of all women uh, realized that they wanted, they needed a better understanding. They needed more knowledge of their own finances so that that way they, they're comfortable with retirement. And that's a really big deal because as we're talking here right now, 44% of all women are either widowed, divorced, or single. So that's a wow. reality. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely a reality. And I and I think I just knowing how, how women look at things uh, forecasting wise, there's a lot of buckets that we keep floating above the water at given times as far as Yeah, you guys are multitaskers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, and, and that's why you're really good at everything that you do because and we can't as men I mean, you're able to juggle ten, fifteen balls in the air and we're lucky if we got, you know, well, just speaking for myself, sometimes I think that I barely keep them all in the air. <laughs> I think air. we all feel that so. way, especially, especially over the last year, right? Yeah. Again, some more statistics. And when we're talking with women as well, you know, women 65 and older, they are more likely to, to be impoverished than men of the exact same age. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, women need more money set aside for out-of-pocket health care costs than men do. Because we go to the doctors more than you. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's 10 to 15 percent more than than men. I mean, yeah. and that's a That's a lot of money when you consider, you know, the the, the average woman needs about one hundred and fifty thousand to cover retirement health care costs out of pocket. So if you're mm, not accounting yeah. for that, you know, then, yeah, you're going to run out of money. Well, and I think this last one that you that we discussed at an earlier time, but yeah. that you're going to bring it up is the savings. Yeah. Women save 43 percent less than their male counterparts on average. I mean, wow. You know, and that has to a lot to do with staying home, 
taking care of the family, the kids, and not working. And that impacts everything. Social Security, savings, retirement, the whole shebang. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So so how do we protect women? How do we protect ourselves and make sure that we are able to have that lifestyle in retirement? Well, it starts with education, right? In the old, the old adage, you know, <laughs> you didn't want to say it. Knowledge equals power. That's a misnomer. That's that's actually untrue, right? So it's knowledge times action. You actually have to take action on the knowledge, you know, for it to equal power because the world is full of educated derelicts, right? People just don't enact, know what they don't know or they don't do anything with the knowledge that they have. So you actually have to act upon it. So, you know, when we're looking at, at all these numbers, we're talking about Social Security. Most people don't understand the how Social Security works. If uh, their spouse passes away, they lose one Social Security. They get to keep the the higher of the two. But let's go back to the first example. And when we're talking about, you know, if a lot of the women that we work with who are widowed or divorced, they're going through these things. And so they did. They, they stayed home 5, 10, 15 years or never went to work. Right. And so they either don't qualify for Social Security or they have very little. Yeah, they didn't work outside the home. So they're, the way those they credits... They had a harder job, but they, according to Social Security, they didn't work. Right? And those credits, the way that they add yeah, up, it's that's the right. top... Yeah, and, and I call that eliminating zeros, yeah. right? And so it has a, a huge effect on your annual income from Social Security, which your benefit is, as well as lifetime compared to your male counterpart, your husband, your spouse during that same time period because they continue to work. And it's about taking Social Security looks at the highest 35 years and yeah. they average them out. So if you have 10 years, 12, 15 years that you missed, that's a huge negative impact, right? That's going to, yeah, definitely cause that average to come down. It is. And, and one of the things that people just don't realize is, and, and we help people find out benefits that they're eligible for that they didn't know. So let's just say that you are widowed. You know, I always ask people, what's the earliest that you could take Social Security? 62. Right. Yeah. And you would be right, except for the fact that if you're a widow, you get to take it at the age of 60. Yeah. Okay. And even if you get married after the age of 60, they cannot take those benefits away from you. So it doesn't impact those benefits. Now, let's just say that you're going through a divorce. You're going through that kind of transition or you're already divorced. Uh, we, we were just talking to a young lady a couple of weeks ago in this situation. And, you know, her comment was, Ed, I, I don't want to claim it. I don't want to have to ask permission. I don't want them to know. Well, you don't have to. Yeah. You know, that is your benefit. You just had to have been married for 10 years. Yeah, married for 10 years. Their benefit is more than yours or you didn't qualify and you get to take that. Now, if you get remarried, you lose that benefit yeah. unless you get, you know, divorced again or an annulment or or they pass away. And then if you were married 10 years to to that that spouse, you get to pick the the higher of the two. Right. Okay. So, I mean, that's a big deal. So what else do we need to know as far as we've talked about Social Security? What else do we need to know? Taxes, right? Yeah. I mean, the the single biggest expense that most people have in retirement, you know, you would say what? Healthcare. Health, everyone always, <laughs> yeah. as, as we continue to write the bills for our boys, right? It's taxes. I mean, as Americans, most people don't realize we pay over 70 different taxes a year on an annual basis. And when we saved money, we saved most of our money pre-tax, whether it's 401k, 403b, thrift savings plan, whatever it is, 457. And so pulling that money out, Uncle Sam wants their money. So you got to pay taxes first. So if, if you need $3,000 to live on, you can't just pull out 3000 a month, right? You've got to pull Account out enough to cover taxes. federal, state, and local taxes. So 
again, we always talk about wealth. It's not what you make or save. It's what you get to keep. So, you know, rearranging things, looking at a Roth. I mean, right now, taxes are, are low. Whether you believe it or not, it's all about the math. You know, historically, these are historically low tax rates. These go away December 31st, 2025. Or sooner. Um, potentially. Well, potentially, potentially, right? But right yeah. now we'll, we'll go with what we know, yes. right? And so if you believe your accounts are going to keep growing, you know, between now and, and January 1st, 2026, you may want to look at doing some Roth conversions because, you know, if, if you made $100,000 in 2017 versus today, all right, in 2021, you're going to be paying a lot less taxes now than you did then. All right. So the effective tax rate is going to be significantly higher back then in 2017. And when this tax code goes away, that's what it reverts back to. All right. So taking advantage of that, again, most of the people that we help, they decide how and when and how much they want to pay in taxes. They're going to use their own game plan that we come up with and not the government's. All right. And and so that makes a, a huge difference. The two areas that uh, most people procrastinate on the most. I mean, and not just the people that, that we help, but, you know, in America, it's it's healthcare planning and, and legacy, which is estate planning. It is. You know what the right answer is. I just think sometimes people think that they have all the time in the world to make changes or to update things. And it sometimes that added time is not there. Or yeah. You, you forget never about know it. when the good Lord's going to call you home. Uh, that's you exactly know? right. So, yeah. And that probate area for for the purposes of your family can be something that is a very expensive, something that you procrastinated on that's going to end up costing a lot in the end. Well, and not only that, they may not have access to it. So, yeah, right. I mean, we manage a lot of 401k plans for, for a lot of companies um, and we were taking over a plan with a client. And as we were going through the process, one of the employees died. Mm-hmm. Right. And the previous advice, they weren't looking, checking the beneficiary statements. And so she had no beneficiary statement on file. And this was a big deal because she was the breadwinner. Her husband worked part time, but stayed home mainly and took care of the kids. And so they needed that money to live on. But now that's going through probate. So I mean, some very, very basic things that that doesn't, you know, really doesn't cost any money can really protect your family. Absolutely. So let's just talk about how long women live. I mean, sometimes we can live... <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, oh, I'd yeah. love to say I get to I get to retire <laughs> any day now, but that might not happen. But if yeah. that was the case, there is the potential that I could live for another 30 years. Yeah. I mean, my grandma passed away right before she turned 97. She retired early. So think about that. So let's just say that you retire early at the age of 62 and you live to 92, I mean, that means a third of your life is in retirement. So how are you going to fund that? And I know what everyone's saying, you know, uh, no, that's not going to happen. Again, statistically, right? If you live to age 65, you have a one in four shot of living past the age of 90 and a one in 10 shot living past the age of 95. So you need to make sure that you have a plan, a strategy, you know, for your income so you know where it's coming from and, and that it's going to last. And that you're not looking at the news every day and seeing the roller coaster of the market, worrying that the money that you need to live on is going goodbye because of the volatility of the market. You need to know that that's safe. Yeah. And that's a big premise. We we put together our the risk budget, right? Whether you have a million, you know, 500,000. Well, first of all, let's go back to healthcare real quick, because if you have a million dollars, 
And long-term care, as you know, near and dear to my heart because how expensive it, my mom is in a memory care facility. And the, the average stay is about two and a half to three years. And the average cost here in Ohio is about $100,000. In Florida, it's significantly more, which is where my mom and dad are. So, you know, that's about 250000 here in Ohio. So if you have a million dollars, you know, a quarter of that money is gone to cover that expense. So how do you stress test that to make sure that you have enough? Or let's just say that you have 500000 Now, 50% is gone. So, you know, we continue to run those what-if scenarios to make sure that that money is going to be there and it's going to last if you need long-term care. I mean, yeah. that's, that's a really big deal. And then you couple that with the roller coaster in the market the ups and downs, because you don't want to be in a situation where the market's going down. You have 100% of your assets in the market. And so now you have to look, continually liquidate those things at a loss just to be able to live. We call it the concept of age-based investing, right? And when we're putting together this risk budget, you know, we call it safety, income, and growth. There's only three places that you can put money. You've got your money, your emergency money, okay, that you need for safety. Obviously, your money that you're going to need for income, which is why we talked about Social Security and, you know, you've got pensions and dividends and all those other things. And then you have your money that you're going to need for growth. And that's everything that's in the stock market and stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Uh, we'll even throw in real estate and all those other things. High risk. And the question always is, you know, Ed, how much do we have in there? Well, because we use the prudent investor rule, the rule of 100. And this is just a general concept. You take your age, you subtract it from 100, and that's the maximum amount that you should have at risk in the market when you're in that, that danger zone, right? I mean, the closer you get and once you hit retirement, that's a pretty good general rule to follow. So if you're 60, which is the average age of our client, then you only want 40% of your money at risk in the market. Mm -hmm. Again, you want enough money and safety and income so that no matter what's going on in the market, you can live your lifestyle and maintain it. And it's not going to be affected because the stock market works. It does. But you need one depleting asset that you can never regain for mm -hmm. it to work, which is time. You need about eight to 10 years for it to, to kind of come back up and, and grow and get back to where you were and, and generate some profits before you start drawing on it. Well, Ed, so if people want more information, how do they get it? Well, anybody who wants our help, we're going to give a no cost, no obligation. We'll, we'll give a written income plan, a financial plan, you know, the retirement fitness plan, because we want to make sure that you're going to be in the best shape possible when you retire. You need to know kind of where you stand. We do not charge to build these plans for the people that we help. So if you want our help, give us a call and we'll help put that together at no cost. Again, that if you want Ed's help and you want a free, no cost, no obligation retirement fitness plan, income plan, the whole shebang, give us a call here at the office at 614-526-4118, or you can email Ed at info at egsifinancial.com, or go to our website at www.egsifinancial.com. Thanks, Ed. Thanks, Leanne. tested your fitness level, not your workout routine. I'm talking about your financial endurance because if saving to a 401k is the extent of your effort, it is time for you to start shaping up. And Ed Sedell is here to help you do that with the Retirement Trainer. It's his podcast to help you examine your financial stamina and learn the questions you should be asking and areas to focus on to help you get to that place you've been working so hard for, a happy, comfortable retirement. And it's not as hard as some might have made you believe. Ed's broken it down into five 
five simple steps. It's the retirement fitness plan, which he personally created to help clarify key areas of your financial life. Learn more about the retirement fitness plan at egsifinancial.com. Then subscribe, follow, and listen to the retirement trainer on Apple Podcasts, your iHeart app, or whichever podcast platform you prefer. Investment advisory services offered through EGSI Investment Management, DBA EGSI Financial Group, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through EGSI Financial Services, Inc., Ohio license number 1020619. Thank you.